husband wakes up with Steph, Abby, and Matt on B105. What's up, everybody? Thank you for downloading our podcast today. Uh, you could be listening from home, could be in the car. You might have just been waking up. Mm. You know, you say you're working from home, but if you don't have to have all that travel time, yeah, you would then officially in, you yeah. start now. Mm. You only get up five minutes ago. Oh, that's amazing. Get your trackies on. Go but to your computer. Let's remember, though, on. it was amazing. Lockdown, at the start of lockdown, everyone was like, this is good. We've all slowed down. But mm. after a little while, it's not so great. Stir crazy. Yes. Yes. Uh, so hopefully everyone's staying safe. Big show today. Jules Sebastian is on there. Guy Sebastian's wife talking about her new book. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's get into it. Here's the podcast. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Oh, g'day. It's Trady Chat Tuesday. Well, he's a carpenter like Jesus Christ. He lives in Carina with his wife. He makes his money with his tools and follows all of Abby's rules. It's time to head to Abby's house and Scotty Too Hottie for Trady Chat Tuesday. <laughs> Oi, Sammy, good one, Jan. Thank Maybe you, Jesus. Let's get, let's get down to business, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Good song, that one. Do Love your kids song. sing that? Eden walks around the house saying, singing that, and then Xander goes to me one day, what do they mean, Dad, by getting down to business? Hey, sh- I haven't told Scotty what it means yet. <laughs> <Yeah? laughs> no, I don't even know what that means. What does it mean by that? Go well, to work. <laughs> Do your book work. Oh, yeah, get, get business. Yeah, get work. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, well, how are you? We all good? Mate, we're great. Every... This lockdown number 3020 or whatever we're up to. <laughs> it's yeah. the third one, I think number it is. Three, number three. Number three. Uh, yeah. I love how they're always a snap lockdown. It's never just a lockdown. Or, you know, when the borders close, the borders slam shut. Not just the borders shut. It's always got to be sensationalised. The news, mate. The news, Matty. They uh, got to make it exciting and new for everyone, just like we do on our show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, like I we do. don't do that. We don't do that. <laughs> we just yeah. 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 Okay. Right. Now every yeah. Tuesday, mate, you bring um, the best uh, topic of the day to us or the week. It's the week, mate. Come on. Mate. What do you What do you got for us today? Oh, all right, all right. <laughs> um, uh, look, I've been looking on Instagram yet again, mm. and uh, people are making money off of just putting photos of house renovations. Now, this is something I do. So I've missed the boat yet again, I think. So I need my lovely wife to show me the ropes and uh, how to do it all. But, um, yeah, people are making million dollars a year mm. just on uh, just on putting photos up of house renovations. So right. it's a lot of money to be made out there. He's upset that you're not making uh, money off TikTok. TikTok. He thinks that's ridiculous. He, he thinks you should be making money now. But he also... He wants no, me to start taking photos more because, like, before and after. Mm, yeah. But I said to him, mate, you need the after for me to be able to post that. Oh, yeah, you're in trouble now. You, yeah, you're not, you're not finishing the jobs, mate, so that's why I there's no post after. before and after, and I'll be a beautiful... There's no, there's no, there's no finished products, that's right. Yeah, mate. I'll be the Instagram wife <laughs> Take a you want me to be. He wants you to take a during. That's why he hasn't <laughs> finished it. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it during, do it. It's always before, before and after. I like before, the during. during yeah, after. Yeah. yeah, but then they do like those big videos <clears> and <throat> he wants to make like money off Instagram, but you don't post that often. Yeah, I, yeah, I need to start posting a bit more, I think. Uh, you know, there's a lovely lady, um, Mrs. Hinge, her name by, ironically, Hingy. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a UK lady. She makes over a million dollars a year. She, get, she gets some posts, the one post, she gets 23K. Really? Is that the hot one you said, Siobhan? Our producer yes. said, "Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> she is very good looking." Yeah, yeah. They showed they showed me a picture uh, of her, and you know what? I said, "I bet you she's a wonderful she, cleaner." I get you. Tell you what, I bet she finishes as well. She finishes the cleaning. Mm-hmm. I bet you well, she does. 
just whatever, the before and after. She obviously does the after photos quite well. Um, I'll start taking photos of you doing stuff if you want and post it on. Yeah, well, your lovely father's helping out paint the fence at the moment, so we forgot to get a full shot of the fence that was bare. But, I mean, that's just a fence. I suppose it's not really. <laughs> Do you reckon Dad will get more followers than you will, though? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I would follow your dad. You'd follow my dad? I'd follow your dad. He, Scotty actually had a lesson on Instagram photos because we went out to the W and yeah. one of our friend's husband oh, takes oh, all yes. these photos. And yeah. I said to her, can you take a photo of us? And she said, no, no, my husband needs to because he's brilliant because mm. he's been well-trained because she gets so many photos. And Scotty was funny. He was like, now, Scotty, you just got to make sure you take different angles. And Scotty said... But he was just... Yeah, he was just... Moving the phone up and down sideways mm. and just taking many snaps. And I'm like, no wonder I can't. I just sort of stand there like a stunned mullet. And, um, you and take just one. Take shots. And then you but, go, if I was like bad, you go, oh no, it was your face. I couldn't help you. But Luke <laughs> said, never tell them it's a bad photo. Mm. Like, don't say it's a bad angle. Mm. You just tell them to move slightly. Ah. I think. Yeah, he had it sussed. He's, he's probably had a. a a fair running with his lovely wife, just like I have. But if, he knows how to handle it a little bit better, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that's where I'm going wrong. If you want to be grand famous, you need to be consistent in your post, Scotty. I reckon you have to do a post a day. Mm. So you need to make yeah. sure you're doing one Instagram post every single day to get traction, yeah, and that's what you fast. should start from now. Mm. Matty, I've been loving your little uh, input lately, so that's very good, mate. With the, uh, you know, And get on TikTok. That's the other place. We're not getting on TikTok. TikTok. He's not finishing a job. He How should get has on he TikTok. got time to do TikTok? <laughs> yeah, Scott, Scott Talk. Scotty Talk. Scotty he hasn't talk. got time for that. Scotty TikToky. No, I, I think China would be very interested in Scott's behaviour. I think they would too. <laughs> they would too. Well, if you want to see... So what are you on Instagram now? Seedsman17? Mm. Yeah, probably need a change. Yeah, that. that's the other thing I was going to say. People can't find me out there, I reckon, because mm. I'm, you know, I'm more of a celebrity on the radio now than <laughs> just my mates, you know? So. Yeah, you've got to go Scotty Too Hotty. Really that's your, well that's your you. trademark. Mm. Yeah, I need to probably change it all. If people search Scotty Too Hotty, you come up, mate. Does it? Oh, does yeah, it? Yeah. All right. Get him on the follow now, everyone. Scotty Too Hotty. Oh, almost near 3,000, 3K. Look at that, people. But I know what he'd post today. If he posts a photo, you know what it'll be? It'll be him in a mask going to work. Great content. No, Seize the moment. Better. Everyone's Topical. doing that. Yeah. Topical. Yeah, I'll just do that. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Tony, you're a genius. That's good. Good stuff, <laughs> Scotty. <laughs> nice to talk to you, buddy. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Lockdown started 5 o'clock yesterday afternoon. Of course, everyone in Brisbane, well, all of Queensland has to wear masks. Mm. Oh, yes. They? Yes. Out and about. So uh, we'll hear from the Premier at 8.30-ish this morning, and hopefully we get some good news. Um but something we've been noticing as they release the places that uh, the latest cases have been. We're allowed to say we're jealous. Well, this is the <laughs> thing. I always look at the list and I think, God, people have better lives yes. than me. Mm. Um, and I'm just going to go over a few of them here. Because if you, if you went over my list, I would definitely tick one of the COVID classics, and that is Bunnings. Bunnings. Mm-hmm. I go to Bunnings quite frequently. Okay. Sometimes twice in a day, because I always... Really? Yeah. Well, did, you know, did you see that? There was one guy that went to, like, three different Bunnings in one day. Couldn't find what he wanted. Well, I guess if you're mm. a landscaper, mm. yeah. it, you're just doing your job. Well, yes. You know, I always go, and I, just say I buy potting mix. Mm. I always need one more bag. Oh, do you? <laughs> Why I, do you I, get the extra I do. I get there? an extra bag. And then <laughs> then I you always need, need to get bag. two extra now, man. And it's shameful because the lady at the garden centre goes, ah, oh, you're back again. Mm. First like, time yeah, gardening. Yeah. Mm. Um, but let's go over these, right? So on the 22nd of March, mm. one of the cases went to... Cafe La Avenue in Castle Dine, mm-hmm. Zambrero and Aspley, mm. and then the Jacobs Bakery. Now, that's all on the 22nd of March. 
on the 19th of March, they'd been to Little Red Dumpling in Castledine, Woolworths and Aldi. So on that Friday, they'd obviously done a big grocery shop because they went to Aldi first, then they couldn't get everything they needed, so they popped over to Woolies. I don't think they did a grocery shop. I reckon they went to Aldi for the special buys, and then they got like a hot chicken and bread rolls. I don't think <laughs> I don't think they've done a grocery shop. Because why would you do a grocery shop and then you go out to three different takeaways the next day? Well, this is what I'm wondering. <laughs> like, that's amazing. I'm jealous that nobody eats at home. So Friday they go to Woolworths and Aldi and Little Red Dumpling. Then on the Thursday um, they go to a Korean joint, <laughs> Cafe La Avenue, twice on that day. So obviously they I get like their coffees one. there. Mm. Sushi Train mm. on the following Tuesday. Then on the Monday, the bakery, Zimbrero and the cafe once again. Do these people cook? Nah, because look at that. They went to the cafe at 8 a.m. Mm. for breakfast, breakfast and then they went back there for lunch at the same cafe on the 25th of March. Yeah, but they're out and about. I know, but it's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> like, I just go, I'm so boring. But then I think about this and I go, people aren't eating at home. Mm. But you have to think of the age. Because when my flatmate and I lived together in Sydney, mm. we had to get the repairer over to look at our stove because we thought it was broken. And he just was like, no, you're just turning the dial on wrong. We'd lived there for a year. <laughs> we hadn't cooked yeah. at home for a year mm. at all. Yeah, when I lived with my mate, we had one pot and we used to use um, plastic pa- um, plates so we didn't have to do the dishes. Yeah, we used to have dip and cheese, like dip and biscuits and for dinner. I worked at Subway, so I was always bringing uh, this home yeah. food as well. Uh, Sweet. So it's just, it's, it's the aid. We never did. No. Yeah. See, 13, 10, 60, here's what I asked this morning. Do you never cook? Are you someone, maybe you live alone. I think it's mainly people who live alone. It's I could hard. be wrong. Could mm. be wrong. You don't bother cooking. You just always get takeaway. So you don't want the people where they're like, meals. yeah, my miso's cooks for me. You no. just want people that go. I'm just, you're just a takeaway person. You or, don't, don't, you don't make your lunch. Or I get a U Foods, you mm. know, like I stop by the food works and I get a U Foods and I just have that. I don't never bother actually physically cooking for myself. Well, they started making um, apartments in New York without kitchens. Yeah, my friend lived in one of those, yeah. and they come with an iPad that comes up, mm. and it comes with all the takeaway. Well, this is Brisbane, though. Mm. You know, we don't have that type of technology here yet. No. I, but do you would, think this person here just gets takeaway I, I don't think this person ever, ever cooks for themselves. Because you're right, now that I'm looking at the times, they were only in Aldi for eight minutes. Yeah, they got the special bars, so mate. they couldn't get their... Which was um, ironic, it was probably a cooking one. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, no, they couldn't get their chainsaw, because yeah. the chainsaw sell yeah. out quick. And then when they went over to Woolies, 110 to 120, that's only 10 minutes They're in there. They're probably so getting was, some globes. Uh, bachelor's handbag. What? Barbecue chicken. Barbecue <laughs> chicken, yeah. <laughs> <Is that one>? yeah. <laughs> you haven't heard that one before? <laughs> have you? <laughs> you get about three meals out of one of them too, can't you? Sometimes oh. you only get one. Depends how big nah, your day's Scotty been. Scotty only does yeah. one. Yeah. I can double. eat a whole chicken. Yeah. yeah. Well, we got a couple here who are willing to admit it. I reckon some people might be ashamed. Do you never, ever cook for yourself? Um, we're asking this question after looking over some of the exposure sites for the people who currently have coronavirus. I think they spent 18 minutes in total on Friday between two uh, supermarkets. Obviously didn't buy too many groceries because then for the days following, went to Little Red Dumpling, went to a Korean barbecue joint, sushi train, went to <laughs> a, type. a cafe <laughs> in Castle Lone, one, two, three, four times. Zambrero's, another different bakery there. So I reckon these people they don't they don't cook ever they just eat out. It's it's like opening up someone's bathroom cabinet. Is this mm. this is once you get a list of where they've gone? I think mm. we just want one person that you know uh, tests positive and go 
school pickup. Yeah. Home. <laughs> but thirteen ten sixty, do you never cook for yourself? Are you a takeaway king or queen? Uh, Mel is on. Mel. Hello. <laughs> you, you, you never cook, Mel. <laughs> no, I definitely don't. Um, I've lived in my house for four years, uh, going on five years this year, and I have not used my oven once. Um, <laughs> and that's purely just because. I don't want to clean it. Oh my god! Oh yeah, so cleaning, cleaning the oven's one of those things that you talk about for about three years before you actually do it. So Mel, take me through a day. Do you get breakfast somewhere? Would you... um, so my breakfast generally, if I can't cook it in the air fryer or the microwave, that's yep. it. That's mm-hmm. it. Yep. Um, but my breakfast generally, I live off Subway quite regularly. Yep. Um, so it'll be like a bacon and egg wrap or a salad. Um, at work, generally, a lot of people cook. Like, we have barbecues, so even better. I don't have to cook that. Sweet. Yeah. Um, and then dinner, again, is generally Subway because, you know, why not? If I don't have to cook it. Mm. Well, the ad say it's healthy. So. Mm. Oh, yeah, definitely. Mm. Definitely. Eat fresh. Mm. There you go. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And do you get the same thing, the same sub? Because every time I go to Subway, I get the same sub. But if you're going nearly every day, you'd have to mix it up for dinner, right? Um, I generally don't have a chance to mix it up. I'm celiac, unfortunately, so oh. I don't have much of a choice. Mm. Oh. Um, wow, you but, really risk it. Yeah, right. Yeah, sorry. I'm pretty limited to what I can have. Um, but, yeah, I'll definitely stick with either a bacon and egg or a chicken or a tuna or something like that. So you're saying if the list came out for you, there would be multiple mm-hmm. takeaway venues for one day? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And I can guarantee it's pretty much always either Subway or Hamrick's at North Lake. Right. Okay. Yeah. There you go. All right, you're not alone here. Thirteen, ten, sixty. Don't be ashamed. Belinda in the Pado, you never cook. No, I am very much a guilty Uber Eats person most nights a week. <laughs> Do you ever get the same driver deliver and feel shame from them? Yeah, we've kind of become friends. Because <laughs> <laughs> I always, I always wonder if you get the because they work in the same sort of areas. If the same Uber driver brings you food, mm. like whether they would judge you if you're getting different places quite often. It is bad, and I've had someone who's come like twice in the same day as well. Yeah, I don't. Why would you say judged? I don't think it's anything bad. If I, I could do so. it, I would eat out all the time. Mm-hmm. I'd never cook yeah. again. Keeping I'd be the proud. Economy going as well. Yeah, if I could do it, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be ashamed. I don't think it's. You would love KFC every day. Yeah, why were you so ashamed if you eat out all the time? It's because it's <laughs> like you've got the money for it. I mm-hmm. love it. I'd make, yeah. I'd make it proud. I'd be like, I've never cooked since 2021. <laughs> you do this. I'm going to every restaurant in Brisbane. Oh, my God. I would love it just mm. for someone to cook for me every time. Yeah. Heaven. So I get a lot of slack from at home. I live with six people. Mm. And so they do not agree that it's a good idea. But with six people in the kitchen, there's just never space. Yeah. There's never anything clean. And then you've got it's to clean up mess. someone else's mess, Belinda, and it's exactly. so disgusting. And then someone uses your food because you've bought it all. Exactly. If I buy food in the fridge, it's eaten three days later. That's yeah. the area. There's a lot it's of good restaurants easier. around there too. Mm. There's some lovely places. I'm not judging, Belinda. I'm purely no, jealous of You keep of saying, Belinda. like, don't be ashamed. Like, well, shame from the Uber driver. And, yeah. yeah. Well, see, I... It's just, that's just me, guys. That's just how yeah. I would feel if the same dude turned up the same day. If you're proud that you've never cooked. <laughs> I'd be like, Tommy, better be hot. Alrighty, come on in. Hey, Brett, you're on, man. Hey, yeah, so it's not myself. It's my girlfriend's family. I, it was a rude shock. You know, you set yourself up on the weekend for a day watching the footy mm. and, you know, you're in your pyjamas all day, gets to 6 o'clock and they always want to go out for dinner and it's somewhere nice mm. and always eating out. You can't just relax at home and cook mm. yourself some toast or something for dinner. So that's their tradition, always going out. 
Yeah, they always go out. They're fairly fairly well off, so they like to just you know not bother cooking themselves. Have mm. people cook the food for them, and mm. yeah, that's what it is. It's a level of income, I reckon, yeah. where you eat out all the time, or your uh, I lack guess, of children. Yeah, you got high disposable yeah. income. Do you know you haven't mm. got all those bills and stuff. See, the problem exactly I have right. is whenever I order something, I've got to do three adults because of Ethan. Mm. And Ethan's always a bandit. When he opens up a menu, he'll go, all right, let's have a look here. Yeah, I'll have the $80 steak or I'll have the burger that's got 16 pieces of chicken You know what you it. need to do? You need to order one, meet the Uber driver out the front and eat it there and then come <laughs> in. <laughs> they say no. Oh, no, don't get me wrong. No wonder he's got that guilt. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If yeah. I ever eat takeaway in the car, I take the rubbish to the bin mm. and I lift up some rubbish and hide it oh, underneath no. so no one knows. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. <laughs> So I've got a bit of an issue with homework already. I know, Maddie, you would have gone through this, but um, my son's doing Year 5 um, homework. Oh, that's hard stuff. Yeah, well, he's in Year 4, and he went to the teacher and said his mum was complaining his homework was too easy. So now he's doing the Year 5 stuff. I was like, okay, great, you didn't have to say that. But I was just saying, just you do your thought, homework. You thought it was too easy or oh, you thought it was me. too easy it's for too him? It's too easy for him. Like it sounds oh, like you me. thought it was too yeah, easy. Yeah, okay. I know, that's what I'm saying. No, not for me, but he's just he does it so quickly. I was like, just do your homework. It's so easy. Just do it. So then he repeated that. But anyway, so I'm going to give you year five grammar because like the maths, I'm okay. But he's he's doing the homework. And my mum and I were sitting around and she prides herself on English, mm. you know. Mm. But she got them wrong. Okay. So I'm going to bring them to you guys and realise that they're not hard. It's just we must forget. Mm. So you get a pen and paper if you want. Pen and paper. Xander always says to me, he goes, I don't even need to do this. I'm never going to use it. And deep down I'm thinking, yep. you're right. <laughs> but uh, but that's, right. That's, that's not the line right, that marketing one. gives me to give to you. Can you please circle the modal, modal verbs, modal mm. verbs, modal verbs mm. in this sentence below? <laughs> we should leave, he whispered. They could come back at any time. You're welcome to write it down. We should leave, he whispered. They could come back at any time. Well, leave. Should. Leave is. Should. Yep. No. Leave and come back. Come back. And when yours is? Should. Yeah. And that just should? Should. Do you want it's, a, it's, a, it's a trick question. <laughs> they're, they're tricking us. They've said there's multiple, but there's not. And what not. do you think a modal verb is? A verb is a doing word. Okay. Um, I, I hate to say this, but Maddie is right. Oh, sure. It is should and could, a verb that expresses necessity or possibility. All right. Well you got done. me half a point, Maddie. Well done. Bing. Half a point. Thank you. Was that a guess? Was that right. a guess? <laughs> Bloody oath <laughs> it was. <laughs> this is how I did everything at school. Yeah. I used to love multiple choice, right? I'd just mm. go down. A, B, B, A. A, C, D, C. A, B, So you might have to read these, write them down. I know Maddie's not. He's just doing it off the top of his head. I knew it would have been tricky in the fact that I knew a verb that you would have gone straight And if you didn't notice, I did read it out. We should leave. That was the other thing I got. I was like, the teacher's helping me out. He just knows me. Should? Okay, so writing this one down, that's the lady that teaches me to play the drums. So the second that, tell me what it is. Is it a possessive pronoun, a relative pronoun, or a personal pronoun? Personal. The middle one. Which is... (laughs) (laughs) The second one you said. What is just what? I can't remember what it was. Okay, a possessive pronoun, a relative pronoun. Relative. Well done, Stav. Mm. Guess? Teacher's his aunt. (laughs) 
teacher's what? The teacher's his aunt. No. Uh, but no, oh, it's, oh. it's saying that's the lady. I'm, that's... Only gonna, I'm only going to do three more quick ones, all right? Okay. Was that okay. a yes? Was that a dart? No, you got that right. No, I, I, I knew that one. Yeah. Find the adjectival phrase that describes the underlying word. The lady is underlined. <laughs> okay. On the bicycle is going to the store. Mm-hmm. Is it A, on the bicycle, or B, to the store? Which is the adjectable phrase? Is it on the bicycle or to the store? To the store. To the store. Correct. Uh, incorrect. Sorry, it's on the bicycle. Shouldn't have copied me on the dumb kid. <laughs> Never copied the dumb kid. Don't peek over uh, at my work. I've made a mistake here. Can I change seats, please? <laughs> look to the left, I not the right. Seats. Whenever right. kids would look at my work, I would say, yeah, you're, you're checking the wrong person. Shouldn't write your right. name at the top either. Two more, guys. You've got this. Yeah, Find the ejectable phrase that describes the underlined word. You've just done one. You should be able to do this now. We always like to have a picnic, which is underscored, by mm. the river. Is it... A, we always like, or B, by the river? We always like. Yeah, we always like. No, it's by the river, guys. Oh, let's get it going! <laughs> <laughs> it's just A or B. All right, last one. You've got this. Don't sit the dumb kids together. They're going to copy off each other. You normally you always say you're good at English. See, this is the whole thing. You forget them, don't you? I used to do all of my homework and do not do, not do this, kids. If any of you are listening, you know you're not on your way to school. Right before the lesson, like you know, in high school, mm. like when you get ten, like five minutes before the lesson was about to start, I'm like, oh, come on, show me, can show me, what you show got. me. And I quickly bust. I'll give it you out. half my lunch. Yeah, mm. I'll shout your sauce so roll. Choose the adjectives used in this sentence. The long yellow lit candle on the table smells nice. The long yellow lit candle on the table smells nice. Long yellow and lit smells nice. <laughs> We're playing footy at lunch. <laughs> the two answers are long and ball. yellow, not lit, and smells nice. No, I was like, that's because it just, hey, I got the two answers, I'm lit. You oh. both got one correct each. You got half a point. Stav, you got one. I got two. Okay. <laughs> but you've been naughty, so just to get back at you. <laughs> Stupid teacher. Just so you know, I'm a pro at detention. So Well, that's the next lesson. Yes, great. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Lions are in lockdown and the AFL on edge. Fans from Queensland were evicted. The team was today COVID tested and will stay in Melbourne for now. Yeah, nothing like a snap three-day lockdown to ruin, and a snap lockdown, let's mm-hmm. not forget that, to ruin a great game of footy that was going to be played in Brisbane. I mean, it'll still be a great game, mm. just played down south. It's a shame. It's one yep. of the biggest, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, it's one of the biggest. And I'm so looking forward to it. Rumour has it, well, I don't know if they've confirmed it yet, that they're going to change and a Collingwood game is going to be up here because there was one scheduled for down there Later towards the, the end of the year. Yeah. Nice. Well, uh, the Brisbane Lions were in Geelong over the weekend. Um, they were about to come back home and they said, whoa, 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 there's a bit of a COVID scare up north. Stay here, guys. Uh, and they're stuck in Victoria. Uh, one of the Lions is joining us this morning. Hugh McGluggage. Now, Hugh, the boys have been giving you a few nicknames. Do you still go by bags in the team? <laughs> uh, no, that one sort of dropped off. I don't cop that too much anymore. So, um, got a few, but yeah, luckily that didn't stick. Well, it's just the boys have been giving different nicknames because they think it's funny that you guys have no luggage down there at the moment because <laughs> you're only planned for an overnighter. Yeah, no, nah, we uh, didn't pack too, too heavily everyone and got a bit stuck out, so a few boys have been... Oh, sorry, uh, you're cutting out. Buddy. You there? He's gone. Hello? Hello? 
Hey, there we go. Sorry, you said um, we're saying that you guys just packed for an overnighter. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, did you lose me then? Yeah, yeah it all coming out. All cut um, out. Yeah, yeah. We all we all packed for for one night, and then I was saying a few of the boys had to flip the jocks inside out to get a couple more days use out of them. <laughs> See, because an overnight stay somewhere, when you're packing a bag, you think to yourself, "Do I put a good pair of jeans and a good pair of shoes in in case we go to a restaurant?" Or if if you're being lazy, you'll think, "Nah, I won't bother." But then everyone goes out, and you're like, "Damn it, mm. I didn't bring any clothes for that." <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, the organised ones will pack a few pairs of shirts and um, yeah, maybe some jeans for a nice dinner. But I know Bez, my housemate, packed one t-shirt and <laughs> one pair of shorts. So. Yeah. We saw Mitch, Mitch um, Robbo. He went to the shops. I think it was like a sponsorship one. He said he just went and bought jocks. I think at Puma, but came out with like massive bags. <laughs> yeah, a few of the boys have gone to the the outlets, Adidas or Puma or or Nike to get fixed up and we've had a lot of people get around us we've had jocks and socks dropped off and um, chemist warehouse bought some stuff around so yeah we're definitely getting rallied behind any physical clothes or are you just all walking around in your jocks and socks <laughs> together <laughs> no no everyone well that was on us to go shopping and, and oh, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Yeah. i'm literally picturing all of you in a dorm or in the gym just with your jocks and your socks pulled up to your knees like we're sorted guys well to be <laughs> fair you kind of wear your your, your colors every time because you're at the gym right yeah, well, the other thing is we only bought one one set of training clothes down oh. as well, so it was pretty smelly in the gym. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, don't train too hard. Train. This has got to last. How is everyone <laughs> feeling about the game down there? Because, of course, it is one of the biggest games of the year at the Gabba that everyone looks forward to. How are you feeling at being at Marvel Stadium? Uh, obviously, it's not ideal. We we really look forward to that Easter Thursday game uh, up at the Gabba. But we'll get to play that game in round 22, and we'll play at Marvel on, on Thursday night, and it'll still be a really good game and hopefully everyone in Brisbane can still watch it on TV and mm. it'll give you something to do. Has anyone uh, got an Xbox or a PlayStation shipped in yet? Because that's the other thing. Like, <laughs> Mitch would have. You're aren't, you're aren't, yeah. No one's at home. Um, yeah. Uh, a few boys brought them down um, and then we had a couple of guys coming late that, that bought a few so I don't know how many they could fit in but uh, <laughs> oh, and Mitch, yeah. Robbo, Mitch yeah. Robbo sorted out a gaming complex for a few boys as well the first yeah. night we got stuff. The, the other one the is... The good um, old days, you could go to Blockbuster and rent them, remember yeah. that? Yeah, because yeah. I didn't realise a couple of the players wouldn't be with you, so they brought them all down. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, not all of them, but just a, a few yeah. at the moment. iPhone charges is the other one. You know, <laughs> you no would one... take it for an overnight. Well, you would. Yeah. you would take but it. But some people forget, and if, mm. if you're going for a week, you always take a, a charger. And I know when, when I travel with my partner, uh, we always go, hey, have you got the chargers? Have you got the charger? Did everyone take an iPhone charger here? Uh, as far as I know, we did have to swap hotels though from Geelong to Melbourne, and that's yeah. where you, you tend to leave them behind. Yeah, as you yes. know, so yeah, um, I'm not quite sure. Someone might have might have lucked out. I love how about their preparation for sport, about how their nah. mind are away from family, and you were just so caught on. What have you got? You got your jocks, you got your phone charger. Yeah. Did you have enough toothpaste to you? Like how? Oh, I, no, think that, I, always I think it's forget more like toothpaste. leaving their families and their homes and having to do a different and... training schedule mm. as well. And the gym was a bit smaller, so it's hard for them. They're not in there. Hugh, how many uh, of the guys with kids were like, yes, we're, we're having a week <laughs> off from the family? Uh, well, I'm not going to name and shame, no. but I reckon there was a few. <laughs> <laughs> quite, quite happy. <laughs> uh, look, it is a shame. Everyone was pretty excited for the game on, on Thursday. And I know, Abby in particular, you were. Um, so, uh, look, best of luck. I know you guys will do really well there in um, Melbourne, and we're looking forward to you guys getting back here and playing at the Gabba. 
Thanks very much, and I hope everyone down in Brisbane or up in Brisbane is, is going all right. Yes, and good luck to the umpires as well for the weekend. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Awesome. Thanks, guys. Look at that. He doesn't want to find. Oh, well, he can't? Oh, yeah, of course. I'll get, it. I'll get it. I'll get it. I'll get it. You say what you want, Hugh, and Abby will spot I'll shout your you. fine. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Alpha Bucks, $10,000. You can get it tomorrow. Is that a sneeze or a cough? Um, It's actually bone broth in my throat. It was a cough. It was a choke. Are you choking? I think that sounds better yeah. than a cough. I Choke. was definitely choking, choking. guys. Mm. Choking. She was choking. Mm-hmm. Uh, here are some answers for Alpha Bucks tomorrow. Remember, we play at 7 and 8 a.m. King and Krispy Kreme. That's at 7. And at 8, intelligence and ing- an iguana. Imagine an intelligent iguana. That'd be scary. No one's going to guess iguana because you never think of it as an eye. Mm. You think of iguana. Iguana. Yeah. Iguana. 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 Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Dear Abby. Sometimes in life, gets real. And that's when you need Abby to help. I'm trying to help you. If you've got a complaint or maybe a problem you want to share, you can write an email. Dear Abby at b105.com.au. This lady has said that she's going to be dealing with complaints about toilet paper. No. Today, so to give her a clue of where she works, she <laughs> said she'll be dealing with staff being very upset and people oh, demanding toilet paper. Okay. So she's not going to say where, but there's a clue. So, dear Abby, I do uh, work. I do work in HR for a large corporation. Have a lot of applications coming through for entry level jobs that have started to annoy me. It's resumes, if you can actually call them that, that basically say I'm not really interested in this job, but I need to apply for benefits as they have a certain quota that they need to do. I've always got them, but they have become increasingly annoying and it's the audacity to even write that. I just don't know why they bother. Why don't you just do what normal people do and do a terrible resume? Yeah, just put lots of spelling mistakes so in. So should I start reporting them? I've thought about it in the past, but never done it like my work colleague Interstate has always insisted we should do. I haven't even looked up what the quota is, but I just think it is absolutely rude. Is there a way that I should report them, do you think? Hmm... 13, 10, 60. I mean, I guess you report them to Centrelink, don't you? Yes, you would. Will they get in trouble? Yes, they will. What, for not doing a serious application? Yeah. yeah. But then what is a serious application? Like if you're doing... One a... where you don't say, I'm actively I mean, yeah, not looking for I the job. I guess those ones, but I always think, is there... A, do they have to do resumes with them? Because let's just say, because I remember Stav and I have been on what it was back yeah. on the dole years ago. He's proud of it. I was ashamed. Um, and you had to go in and you had to fill out all the jobs that you had applied for. Yeah. And I was honestly trying to get a job in retail. So I put down like all the sports girl and I asked for the name of the person I gave the resume to because mm. you could write down the contact as well. Yeah. And then they would ring, ring them to cross reference. I don't know. No, I don't think anyone ever had. But then you'd have to give a certain amount. Mm. And back then it wasn't that much. But now someone was saying me that it's 15 a month, and you can correct me on that, 13, 10, 60. Mm. But that's how many people, which I guess doesn't seem as many jobs, but then if the jobs aren't out there. Mm. See, I don't have a problem with anyone being on benefits. You know, we're very lucky in this country that there's disability payments for people who have genuine disabilities. Um, If people lose jobs, there's, you know, and it's not great money. Mm. People still struggle a lot to be on this money. But to be able to work... And not want to, to be professional. To be in a professional dole bludger, it's just it's wrong against the system because there are people out there who would really love generally want to. You know, yeah. and I see you see stories all the time about pilots who've done lots of study and stuff mm. who are out there looking for work because mm. their profession can't 
can't even operate. Mm. Well, I wrote back to her and I said, does this happen often? She says, all the time, and often I'll schedule interviews with people and they just won't rock up. And she mm. said, I'm getting annoyed now because it's wasting my time. Mm. And she said, yeah. because there's less jobs, more people applying, yeah. and people aren't rocking up. She's like, I don't know if they generally want a job or whether it's just tick. I would knock. You would knock? I would knock. On every one of them? Yeah. Or just send them through. Yeah, I would send and them through. And then be on the phone to Centrelink You know, I mean, you would have that Maybe thought. you know more information about how it works or maybe you are uh, working in a recruitment centre. And yeah. Be honest, does this happen? James and <laughs> Logan Lee, what's your thoughts on it? Hi, guys. Um, I'm actually not an employer or worker call centre or anything, but I've been on Centrelink before. My quota used to have to be 20 jobs a month. Oh. And... I know there's a lot of people out there who, you know, will apply for jobs. They're actually looking for work, but they're also those people who, you know, just looking to get their payment. So we got a rough line there, Sorry. James. He was, was saying though, if what you just said though, Maddie, if they offer them the job and they don't take it, they could be taken off payments. Uh, they cut them. Yeah, right. that's what the producers of Renegy said. So does that mean like you have to find, like, what about if you say, I'm not going to take that job because I'm really looking for my industry, which is the arts? Well, then you shouldn't have applied for that job. Yeah. So you, I, I, you're only allowed to, can I just apply for industries that suit me? Yes, but you have, as long as you, you make up the numbers. Yeah, you got to find 20 of them. Yeah. I yeah. guess. But you can't pick when you're when you're on the dole, you can't be picky. Well, Beggars that's what I'm saying. I think, you, I think you still can. If I say, look, I'm only into theatre acting, I'm not going to apply for that. Yeah, I think they might right. go, oh, okay. Alicia and Cressmead. Anyone can correct us. Um, what do you think? Um, so my partner and I have four kids between eight and four months, mm-hmm. and we work 15 to 30 hours a week. But to get Centrelink benefits, we both have to apply for 20 jobs each, a fort, even though we're working. Right. Okay. And, and why? Because they want you to get for full-time? Family tax, yeah, to get full-time so they don't have to pay your... CCS for the family tax. So do you want to get full-time, Alicia? Well, my baby's only four months old. I don't want to miss his whole life. Mm. Okay, but you still need to seem like you're applying for it as if you want to get full-time. Yeah, and I have a job, right. so it's not like I'm just sitting at home doing nothing. But just yeah. to get that top-up of the benefits for it. Yeah, to make ends meet week to week. Yeah. yeah so right. is your, in your partner is not working full-time? Uh, he works 15 to 30 hours a week because he only just got a casual job. Right. So, but he has to continue to apply for full-time work as well. Yeah, because we're both casual. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So, okay. and is he, he wants to work full-time or he's happy yeah, doing... Yeah, he loves to work yeah. full-time, full-time yeah. it's not available at So, moment, Alicia, you're it? saying that it is a bit, I guess, silly for you that you're applying for jobs that you honestly don't want or can't yeah, do because can't I already do have, you have a baby. Yeah. Yeah, and I already have my dream job, so why should I still be applying for jobs? Mm-hmm. But if your so if your partner was to go full does when he gets a full time job, um, then will you still have to keep applying? Do or you, you might not get the yeah benefit? because I'm yeah because I'm still casual. Oh okay, mm. right. But if I he went full time, you might be able to come off the benefits. Yeah, but yeah. how you support kids on like thousand dollars a week? Yeah. Mm. Uh, well, thanks for calling. Uh, Anonymous is on now. Hi, Anonymous. Hi, I work in employment services. Mm-hmm. And does this happen? <clears throat> yeah, and it's the most frustrating thing in the world. 
Um, so 100% that employer needs to notify us, but they need to notify the employment provider, not Centrelink. Right. Ah, uh, okay. All right, yeah. sure. So we do all of their dirty work for them, basically. And what sort of thing do people write? Is it just like, nah, don't want this job, but tick, I've applied? Uh, no, what they usually do is apply for jobs as like a, uh, I had one yesterday, he applied for a job as a general practitioner, um, a director of a childcare and um, just a whole heap of other crap, right. basically. And no qualifications. And nothing to do with that whatsoever. Mm, so yeah. they're all actually invalid job searches and what they need to do is redo them um, in order to get their payments put back on. Right. And is it what people have been saying, that it's tw- 20 a month? Uh, it was always 20 per month, but due to COVID, they dropped it down to four. They've increased it to eight, and then they will be going back to 20 um, within the next month or two. Right. Um, but it is stock standard that it's eight currently, um, and that should be across the board, basically. So it is frustrating for you because there are people that legitimately want a job and other people are just wasting your time, so you can't even get to them. Yeah, basically a lot of people use Centrelink as a top-up, so they work you know, a little job here and there, and they just use Centrelink money to get a bit of extra... I guess, pay each fortnight, which is also what you're not allowed to do. So um, if you're on Centrelink payments and you're even receiving $1 of the benefit, you have to look and search for what going to take you off the benefit. Mm. Right. Yeah, I get. Yeah, I hear what you're the saying. The whole idea is to try and get people get off. Yeah, yeah you've got to yeah. be off. It's, yeah. an, it's not a top-up. It's just a gap between yeah. jobs Imagine for people. It's just to help, yeah. Applying for the director of... The childcare. Yeah, I've got a lot of kids, so I reckon I know how to look after them. <laughs> Can I have a job, please? <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Entrepreneur, philanthropist, a TV presenter, wife of Aussie superstar Guy Sebastian. Jules Sebastian. Jules Sebastian. Her book is out, Tea in Honesty. Comes out today, uh, which is just in time. Some light reading for a lockdown <laughs> here in Brisbane. Jules Sebastian. Lovely to have you on. Thank you, guys. You poor things. Back into lockdown. Oh, we, you know what? We thought we were going to be sweet, but then when we saw the news yesterday, we were just like, you've got to be kidding Jules, us. schools are cancelled. <laughs> oh, you're kidding. No. Oh. That's what I was like. I, I mean, I, yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> just, I can't yeah. get my head around it. You know, we already had school holidays coming, so it was just going to yeah. be like lockdown. We're all going to deal with it, but schools are still going to be on. Teachers do an amazing job, but no. Yeah. No, no. Oh, my gosh. I, I feel for you. I, I remember it very well. The trauma is still with me mm-hmm. <laughs> from, from homeschooling. Well, so getting on to your cocktails. Um... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Look, it's only a three-day one, so it's not going to be we'll too be bad. Um, your cocktails, though, um, you, you've gone crazy with them, doing them online. And any time I go um, to a barbecue... The girls are always like, let's make another one of Jules's cocktails. <laughs> oh, that's so nice. I know. I actually went out for a cocktail um, that someone else made last night. And the, it, it's literally now wherever I go, this bunch of uh, tables with girls just going, Jules, we're having cocktails. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if that's a good thing that I've encouraged, you know, that, that you know, sort of life that we're now living, we're drinking cocktails every Friday night. <laughs> but. We're having a good time, and and I think other people are. So no. that's what it's all about. It's and responsible, in yeah. Because yeah. you only do you only post every Friday, so it's that's responsible. Right. It's your one <laughs> yeah. treat night. 
Yes, exactly right. Mm. No, I'm so happy that other people are getting on board and having a good time with it. Also a big fan of I'm a, I'm an air fryer myself, but you love the air fryer too? Love an air fryer. Yeah, good's an air fryer. What, yeah, what do you make? What's your favourite thing? Uh, a few things. Just on the weekend, I actually had a dinner party. I made three cheese-stuffed mushrooms. They were a delight. <laughs> Ooh. What was the main course? Did you do... I uh, didn't get around to it. Uh, <laughs> dim Sims. <laughs> that, that was a no. schnitties and you Dim Sims. did mushrooms. I'll, t- I'll tell you what is good, though. Um, uh, air fried Brussels sprouts. They're a delight. Um, um, just a Ooh. bit of chili flakes and garlic um, powder. Fantastic. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm going to get on to that. Mm. I love the air fryer. It's so easy. Now, the book, Tea and Honesty, um, it's a whole heap of stories. A, a lot of those stories are, are some of your friends, you as well, and um, you get quite honest uh, about the call you got about losing your brother when you were on your honeymoon. Yeah, so the book is, um, there's 12 chapters in the book and each chapter is a, a life experience. And yeah, the, the story about my brother, um, is in the grief chapter. Um, he, yeah, we're on a honeymoon and my, uh, five, five days after our wedding, my dad gave me a buzz to, to let me know that my brother had, um, taken his own life. And it was just a, a shocking, very kind of a, a moment in life I'll, I'll never forget having to you know live through and coming back home and you know doing the funeral and just dealing with all of the emotions around it and I, I'd never really talked about it um, too publicly before but um, I really sort of talk about how I've dealt with my grief and how other people um, you know might experience it in their own ways and and I think grief is one of those things that you never really finish doing. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things that is with you for the rest of your life. Time, yes, makes it easier and things get a little bit, you know, you, you work your way through life a little bit more, but um, it's always kind of with you. And I think there's something beautiful about that as well, that you you honour the memory of somebody by remembering them. And so I think, um, yeah, it, it's the all of the book is just like that. It's like, hey, this is how, this is, some of the things that have happened to me in my life and this is kind of how I've worked my way through it um, and you're not alone in this life like we're all going through things we're all experiencing things and and we're all in it together so don't be alone in your life is, is really the point of the whole thing. I was reading the bit about your your passion as well which I thought was nice because you know when you kind of go we can reinvent ourselves as well you know when you kind of go you have that passion and that's your identity that sometimes if you lose it you kind of go, well, who am I now? But you're sort of like sometimes it has changed in your life. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I've had so many jobs and <laughs> like so many different career paths. But I think everything I've ever done has led me to where I am now. And mm. I truly believe that. And nothing's for waste. Like you, you gain experience by anything you try and do. And I love that I've had the whole gambit of life. You know, I've you know, started working in McDonald's and kind of, you know, done so many weird and wonderful things that have led me to what I'm doing now. And without all of those experiences, I might not know some things that I know now. And so everything is for a reason. And just following your passion and following what you're interested in and following your curiosity. Yeah. Guy Sebastian probably read it and said, when your passion no longer serves you, and was like, hey, hon, what? wait a minute, do you want to? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 it's not about that. Not about Did, that. Does he ask you where, where he is in the book and just flick to the page any of their <laughs> stories about him? Yeah, he, he found in the first chapter it says, 
um, being the wife of a pop star is um, a part of who I am. It's not the whole thing. And he was like, wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) Very offended by that. Do you remember we got Osha's book and Stab and I just literally Mm -hmm. sat in the studio skimming the pages and just highlighting our name? (laughs) And we didn't even read whether it was good or bad. We're like, yeah, we made it in. (laughs) It's a good feeling. It is. Chapter was these two assholes. Yeah, we're like, yay! (laughs) The reason I quit radio. (laughs) Um, Well, hey, it uh, looks like it's going to be a a great read. Tea and Honesty um, is what it's called. It's out today. Jules, always a pleasure to chat to you. Thank you so much for your time this morning. Thank you for your support, guys. Have a great um, three days inside. (laughs) Yes, maybe you could name a Brisbane cocktail or something. Oh, yes. Okay, I'm going to dedicate one to Brisbane. Ooh, thank you. Lovely. We thank appreciate you. We appreciate that. that. It'd have to be something brown, you know, like the Brisbane River, mm. you say? You know, like... Mm, might be sunshine. Chocolate. Might be sunshine, mate. Don't know what just think Okay, about. send me your suggestions. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, I want a brown one, so whatever. Well, then she makes a lot of chocolate ones, don't you, Jules? Yeah, yeah the brown ones are my favourite, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good on you. See you later. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thank Bye. you. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. As another show draws to a close, Stav, Abby and Matt take a moment to reflect. We just live in Karina. It's not that far, right, mm. from the city. There's phone towers everywhere. Um, and we've always been okay with phone reception. But over the last couple of weeks, it's completely stopped. Mm. Like, completely stopped in our house. We need to go out the front, out the back. Hubby goes, it's because the trees are grown. I was like, the what? Oh, yeah, they're blocking it, blocking the signal, are they? Are you Stop. just trying to support him even though you know it's the dumbest thing ever? No, it was, or you got all that rain that came, the trees would have got the growing quick. Mm-hmm, yeah. Sure. But I uh, had to try and say to uh, Vodafone, we were Vodafone, that it's no reception anymore. So I got jumped online, sent them the message, and they said, can you call me? I said, I can't. We haven't got reception. Mm. I said, no worries, we'll get someone to call you. No, mate, we have not got reception anymore. Like, let's just go online. Normally you want people to call you, but they're like, no, let's just stay online. Now I don't want them to go online. I want them to call me. Can you go one suburb over and we'll give you a call? (laughs) (laughs) And I always forget to call that here on the way home. So thanks, but no thanks. My thanks, but no thanks is on behalf of my neighbours. They were going camping over on Morton for Easter. They booked it in November, they were telling me. And um, even if the lockdown ends on Thursday, it's no good to them because they were meant to go Wednesday and they were going to go right through. They've paid for everything. Mm. They've been planning with all their friends. They were so excited. But because the barge left on Wednesday for them, and the barge is booked for the whole weekend. Solid. Oh, so they can't get over there. They could only get back. Oh, no, but they're not there They to get can't back. get there. So it's not even like they can rebook a new barge because that barge, mm. if you don't book, you're done. Is there it's... a tri- private barge? I mean, I know it would be ridiculous, but, like, I wonder if you there is. You could get a private boat, whatever, I guess. Charter, but not with yeah. the car. You're not, no, you can't not take not a car, then, yeah. Yeah, so the barge and the car. So... The campsite is available. They'll be able to camp there if the lockdown lifts, but the barge is full. So, on behalf of them, thanks. But no thanks. Hmm. Well, I'll do mine on behalf of my my friends. This time last year, Mm. they were supposed to get married. They broke up, did they? (laughs) No, they COVID hit. They rescheduled for Thursday, 4 o'clock Thursday. Oh, wow. oh no, they didn't. That's yes, so they harsh. did. And now they're like Abby. 
no reception. Can't they just run late? They could do one at 5.30. No, it's they a can't. Risk. They can't. Apparently there's other bookings and stuff. And you oh, just they've already have a booking and... at 6 o'clock that mm. night. Mm. But they... So they're going to book over their booking? Yeah, they had concurrent one, but they can't even do that anyway because they don't even know. So it's like they just had to, they had to pull the pin. I just do an hour of power. I take I'd a risk. Like, I would like push it back. Get the drinks out. <laughs> <laughs> so they pushed it back another year if they don't break up. Imagine if they. There would be a lot of people that have broken up when they pushed their wedding. You reckon? Yes. Yeah. Mm. Well, thanks for nothing. But not them. <laughs> well, we'll find out in 12 months. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Hey, that's the podcast, guys. Have a great one. Bye. Bye. Stab Abby and Matt. Brisbane wakes up with Stab Abby and Matt on B105.